Okay, that sign says apiary. Uh, apiary, that is a place where bees are kept. Wait, nope, that's applause. That's right. That's applause. Greg, could you flick the light on that sign for me? Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Greg. Okay, all right, here we go. Now, remember, everybody, you're all a big part of Weibo.tv, so the better you are, the better BJ is. All right, you see that nice lady over there? Yep, she's giving me a sign, and that sign says we are on in 10 seconds. All right, get ready to have a good time. Joining BJ on the show today is Calico Davis. All right, here we go. This is exciting, isn't it? All right, everyone, quiet on set, please. In five, four, three, two. What, what are you working on? I'm working on a 100-page long young adult graphic novel called Fizzgig. It is the story of Alison Serrano, a 14-year-old girl who has been obsessed with superheroes ever since she was saved by one years earlier. So when she finds out that her next-door neighbors are secret mad scientists and accidentally gets their nanites stuck to her hands, giving her the power to shoot plasma, she naturally becomes a superhero herself. But what she doesn't know is that her neighbors were planning on selling those nanites to some very dangerous supervillains. And now those supervillains are after her. Nice. You've got that down. You've got oh, that Oh, yes, pitch I light. do. You've got down <laughs> Worked very hard on that elevator pitch. That's <laughs> oh, great. So, I mean, you touched a little bit on, on the origin of the name, but why? So, but why this series? Like, why is this the thing that you want to put out and share with the world? Oh, gosh. I, you know, superheroes were kind of like what got me into comics. Like, I had read a couple of Jughead comics when I was a kid. Um, but I'd never gotten super into Jughead or Archie or any of those. And then, um, the X-Men cartoon from the nineties came out, um, I want to say 1992. And I was like 11 or maybe 10, depending on, uh, whether it premiered in spring or fall, I can't remember. And I was just blown away you know, like people have powers, but, but other people hate them, but they save them anyway, you know. Uh, and oh my God, in the first episode, Morph dies. You know, <laughs> like yeah. spoilers yeah. for the first episode of X-Men. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> why did they send the guy in who his whole power is just to shape shift? That guy cannot survive being literally shot. Um, but, uh, there are so many questions about why why the X Men do what they do. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But so so you saw this cartoon and you were like, "Were you like, I want to do this?" Was that sort of the not at that point because I didn't know that they were a comic. Okay. So one day I'm at a store, some store, and I see a magazine and it's got Rogue on the cover, and I'm like, "What? What is the best character from my favorite cartoon doing on a magazine cover?" And it turned out that it was Wizard Magazine, and so I I read it, and um, the reason Rogue was on there was because they wanted to actually promote a new X Men. Uh, thing that was coming out, which was Generation X, uh, that comic that uh, was kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, in the 90s, it was kind of the new you know generation of heroes that were being raised up. So they were teenagers like the original X-Men were. Jubilee came over to be with them, um, which I liked because I really liked Jubilee. Um, in fact, 
You will note that Jubilee has plasma powers, and so does Fizzgig. And they're both teenagers. <laughs> so yeah, so Generation X came out, and um, through Wizard Magazine, I learned that comic book shops were a thing. And so, like, my brother and I became regulars at our local comic shop. Would you say when you when you think about the audience for the comic, who would you who would you say the the intended audience is the people that you want to pick up and, and have them enjoy this and read it? Definitely, like, um, kind of preteen through teenager. I always kind of wonder how, like, I I know that it's a a psychological thing that when you make a kids book, uh, say you're making a kids book for like an eight year old, you want to have your protagonist be a little bit older, like a 10 year old. And then the the eight year old can kind of pretend like I'm 10, I'm going to go on a great adventure too. I don't know how, how late in life that extends to like, I don't know because Allison is 14 years old. I hope a 16-year-old would want to read it, but I'm not actually sure if a 16-year-old wants to read a story about a 14-year-old. Um, so so my my audience is definitely in like the younger teen to preteen group. So let me ask you where because of the pandemic, you know, it's hard, it might be hard to to reach families. So like what do you where can we find the comic? Where how are you getting it out there right now? So currently, if you go to calicodavis.com, there is a sign up for my newsletter, and that will get you the first chapter for free. Hey, it's me, God. I know it's been a while, and I haven't been the best dad, especially this century. Well, I was going through some shit, and you know what? I'm not going to talk about it. All you need to know is that I'm doing commercials now. I've got bills to pay, too. Do you have any idea how much I just lost on crypto? A lot. A lot. And so now God needs your money. Like, for real this time. Not like all those other times every Sunday. You know who else needs your money? B.J. Mendelssohn. So give them $5 by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash BJ Mendelson. That website again is buymeacoffee.com slash BJ Mendelson. Buymeacoffee.com slash BJ Mendelson. And if you don't give BJ your money, you and I are going to have problems. Big ones. Commercials suck. And hopefully one day we won't need them. But until that day comes, we have bills to pay, brother. What the fuck is this copy? I I don't know, man. BJ wrote it, and I think he was high when he did it. How do you know he was high? I just, I read through it, and I just have a, I don't know, man, just read it. (laughs) What kind of bills do we have to pay? Well, for starters, you wouldn't believe how much it costs to feed a super intelligent ape who wants to kill Superman? Yes. At first he said he would pay BJ rent, but then some asshole told the ape about squatters', squatters rights? rights? Yep. And he's a supervillain, you know, so he stopped paying rent, and now we all kind of work for him? He's a terrible boss. One time he was eating some guy's face and just left the rest of him in the middle of the floor. I guess it's better than working at Amazon, though? The apes got this cool ass setup in the basement of BJ's mom's house. You should see it. There's this kick ass pool down there. I have no idea how you get a huge pool 
in the basement of a small house, but he found a way. Separate lines, he found a way. Now, if only the ape could remember to take out the garbage in his office before he leaves for the weekend, everyone else does it. And that includes Stephen Wheat, who works in accounting and shits out of his mouth. <laughs> anyway, that's what's going on here in Harriman, New York, home, home of the... Yeah, man, I'm pretty sure he was high, but let's just get back to it. <laughs> now, let's get back to the show. When you're when you're writing the comic, can you take us through the steps from like just the idea to the page, like how how you work it out in your head? So yeah, so first it is a whole lot of daydreaming, and then eventually what I do is I'll get out um, an actual notebook and a pencil. Because what I've found is, so when I when I do finally go to the computer, I use a program called Scrivener, highly recommend. But when I see a blank page on a computer, my brain goes, no, we're not doing this right now. That's why I have trouble getting my newsletter out. And I just walk away. But if I'm uh, if I have a notebook, I don't know, I guess I'm just more used to it from, you know, years of school and everything that I, I can work on a notebook. But what I do is I will work first in, well, all right, for FizzGig, it was originally going to be four different issues. So it was, okay, in issue one, we'll kind of do this, and issue two, we'll kind of do this. So it's kind of guessing effectively, like what I thought would be a good overall plot for each issue leading up to the final confrontation. And from there, I would then go, okay, chapter one, and I would break it up into scenes and just sort of jot down what I thought each scene would be. And then I would basically count up how many pages I thought each scene would be and sort of, squish or lengthen as I felt would be necessary in order to get it to be to that 24 pages. So then after I, so, so effectively I'm writing an outline, you know, I'm writing, okay, here's what I think is going to happen in right. the whole book. Here's what I think is going to happen scene by scene. Here's how many pages I think it's going to be. And here's like some rough placement of like, okay, I'm on, you know, page one, it's going to be, you know, this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. And then after all that, then I would move over to the computer and I would open up Scrivener, the script there. And, you know, maybe I'll kind of go back and forth on it until I've got, you know, my script. And then I started looking for, you know, artists and everything. Uh, I met Dave through um, a local comic creator group Gave him the script, basically. You know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm guess I'm the editor too. I say, I guess I am the editor too because I'm the one coordinating. You know, all of the work as far right. as getting the artists together and putting it all together. And so, let me ask you, like, the big question that I ask everyone is, who should I talk to next? Like, who would you recommend? I reach out to whose work that you like. You should reach out to Conrad Mishik, who does the podcast Kakos Industries, which is about an evil corporation that will help you to do evil better. Absolutely love the show. I'll actually be 
on a call with Conrad later today. So he's in my mind and he, he deserves a lot more success than he's had. I mean, he's worked on the podcast for eight years. Don't get me wrong. Eight years, over a hundred episodes. It's really funny and more people need to know about the show. I'd love to chat with him. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty upset that the Mets are good now. Why is that? Because now we can't experience things like when they had a 97-year-old pitching coach. You mean Phil Regan? Yeah, that guy who played for the Brooklyn Dodgers. That team hasn't even existed for 65 years. Like, do you understand how close we all came to having this super old guy coaching the Mets? Do you understand the kind of comedy gold that could have been, like right now when we need laughter the most? He probably wouldn't even remember who was on the team. Regan would be in the dugout chewing tobacco and saying shit like, send in Willie Mays. And then one of the guys on the bench would be like, coach, Willie Mays is dead. And then Regan would be like, the hell he is, get him in there. I don't think Willie Mays is dead. He's not. And I hope Willie Mays lives forever, I really do. But Willie Mays also hasn't played for the Mets since 1973. Anyway, I just want people to understand the potential joy that we're all deprived of now that the Mets are good. Hmm. Well, that's all for this week. If you enjoyed this episode of Weiwo.tv, you know what you need to do. Rate us and leave us a review wherever your favorite podcast can be found. That'll help people find this show and hopefully enjoy it as much as you did. You did enjoy the show, right? We're going to assume you did, because you made it to the outro. Most people don't. Be sure to follow BJ on Instagram at BJ Mendelson and tell him who you'd like to see interviewed next. You can also text your suggestions to BJ at 646-331-8341. But don't call that number. BJ says he's only going to answer if you're Melissa O'Neill from ABC's The Rookie. Also, only if you're going to ask him out on a date. We'll see you next time. Right? <laughs>